Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back to the show in the zone here on FM 96.9 The Game. Brandon Kristall's covered the NFL for two decades. He was reporting live from the 15th, his 15th Super Bowl in Phoenix, Arizona. Brandon, BK, welcome back to the show. Where are you now in your travels? I am still in Phoenix. I wanted to make sure I could talk to you and not worry about travel issues, BK. So uh, intentionally I'm flying. And trust me, having been to the airport the day after a Super Bowl in the morning, I want no part of that. I miss my kids. They're in school. They're fine. I will see them when I get home, and and they'll get plenty of dad time the rest of the week. But, yeah, uh, I'm still here, and it's actually kind of rainy today, which is un-Phoenix-like. But uh, we got to get a great game last night. The roof was open. It was a beautiful day all day here. And then, thankfully, we got to see the, the game that we hoped, right? We don't always see them live up to the hype or the expectation, but we got just that. I noticed the uh, the voice is a little worse for the wear. <laughs> Doing a lot of yelling, yeah. asking, or you just asking questions very loudly, or yes, or does that? Well, like, how does that happen? I, th- I think it's lack of sleep, maybe, and <laughs> lots of talking, and lots of being on your feet, and lots of doing stuff, and li- up late, up early, uh, and being at events where the music's a little loud, yep. or whatever it may be, and so it just all culminates like this. But I'll, I'll be back to. Uh, you know, back to my old self in no time. Of course, I pointed out uh, earlier, I realized I do have to do morning updates the next two days back in Denver, Wednesday and uh, Tuesday and Wednesday to help out our morning uh, news guy there, morning sports guy. So I don't know if my voice will recover as quickly as I would like it to, nor my lack of sleep. Okay, well, we won't uh, we won't ex- overextend the visit. No, but, it's uh, fine. Believe me, it's well, worth it. Talk to you. Well, we appreciate uh, it. Absolutely. Uh, who had the larger contingent of fans between the Chiefs and the Eagles? I felt like both were pretty well represented just based on what I heard via my TV screen. Well, I think I think it was accurately uh, – that's an accurate assessment. And I they posted the attendance – it was 67 and change for a building. Like if you Google, it says 63.4. Uh, but so you had upwards of almost 68,000 people there. And obviously you have the corporate types and the celebs and all that. But there are fans that make their way into these games, right? Even though the fan bases through their ticket sites, I mean through their team sites and, and team season tickets only get, you know, a, a hand, hand for four, eight, ten thousand each, right? So that still leaves another 40-something thousand at least kind of up for grabs. I thought it was very evenly balanced. There were pockets of Chiefs fans. There were certainly big chunks of Eagles fans. But really throughout the entire building there, it seemed pretty even and it sounded even. So I I think that Fox maybe just got a little lucky with how that was conveyed. 
via your TV or anybody else that was watching watching via TV or listening on, on radio on Westwood One or whatever. But, no, it felt really even, and you could tell that whenever there was a big play. The only time you knew exactly where the Eagles fans were was obviously when they boo Dak Prescott, the Walter Payton Man of the Year, for his charity work. They boo <laughs> Hall of Famers. DeMarcus Ware and, and Chuck Howley, and then they boo LeBron James less than a week after he sets the NBA scoring mark. So that's where you do where the Eagles fans were when those, <laughs> when those four uh, gentlemen popped up on the screen. Yeah, accurately described. I'm glad that you reminded people that it was while Dak Prescott was receiving an award for his humanitarianism. You know, <laughs> that, That's hilarious. Uh, where, where do you take in the game? What, what, is the, what is the press situation for you? In, in in like where are you well, as the game is going it along? De- it depends on who you ask, right? The uh, NFL used to have about a thousand seats in their auxiliary media area, and then last year they knocked it down to about two or three hundred, and, and I think even a few uh, a few less this year. So the people in the press box are folks that cover each team. So the two times that the Broncos have been in the Super Bowl, I've been in the press box or had really good auxiliary seats, and then I've had auxiliary press a lot of years. Well, both last year and this year. I was given post-game access to be able to do my job in terms of covering the post-game, but asked to watch the game in the media workroom, which is just outside the stadium. So last year, I just decided to wander over and check out SoFi. You know, and you're wearing a suit. You just walk right in. Nobody seems to really really care where you're headed. Right. But this year, the NFL decided to take it a step further, and the credentials for anybody allowed in the building, including just anybody working concessions, have were pink and blue and said game day on them. Mine also says game day, but it's black and white and says non-stadium. And so I'm thinking, you know what? I may have to just take this off once I'm inside the perimeter and wander around, still wearing a nice suit, whatever. And then I walked in with an, an agent, a really prominent agent. In fact, uh, he had several coaches in the in the game last night. Uh, but... We walk in, and I just I, I get to the door because he's happened to go in the security when I did. I was like, there's zero ushers here. They're all at the sections, and they're out on the perimeter letting people onto the property. So I then was able to kind of meander around, watch the whole first half on the lower level, and then went up and saw some friends that were in club level, and they had better areas to watch it there. So I watched it behind someone who was either Patrick Mahomes' grandfather or uncle because Patrick Mahomes' mom came down and hugged him right at the end of the third quarter. Huh. and. And so I'm assuming it's like an uncle or a great uncle or something because why wouldn't his grandpa be in the suite with her? But (laughs) I don't don't know exactly where she watched the game either, to be fair. So that's where I sat was club level kind of in the corner opposite of where the the Chiefs kicked that game-winning field goal. That's uh, it's a great story of you Trojan horsing your way into the sure. Super Bowl. We all can be so lucky. uh, Let's be honest. They don't want you sitting in other people's seats. They don't want you blocking. Yeah, of course. Entries and exits uh, up up and down aisles, and there were plenty of people on the main concourse that were doing that also. Uh, and so, you know, you just kind of wander around and and find a place to watch a game for a little bit, and then wander around, say hi to people. I kept running into folks I know, right? You do this long enough, and so yeah, that's that's kind of how I take in the Super Bowl these days. Actually, and last year I had a friend that was in a suite, so I watched the whole second half in a suite next to Prince Harry, who was in the suite next to us, and on the other side was Nicki Minaj and and. Christine Aguilera. So, you know, you just gotta just kind of make your way around. You wear a suit, people let you go places anyway. You know how it goes. <laughs> right, right. Let that be a lesson <laughs> to all of you out there. If you want to get in places that you're not allowed, just wear a suit. It does yeah, work. Everyone wants to wear their jersey, yeah. their favorite player. That's great. But then they're gonna ask you where your seats are. <laughs> 
Brandon Crystal is joining us from KOA850 in Denver, Colorado. Uh, I do want to get back to the game in a second, but just taking in the scene, you know, I appreciate your perspective of somebody in the building. Halftime show looked pretty good on TV. Uh, I see some people overreacting on both ends of the spectrum, which of course happens after a Super Bowl. But <laughs> what was it like to be there for it? I thought that it was decent on TV, but you tell me uh, what it was like being there for Rihanna's performance at halftime. It looked cool because of those platforms she was on that yeah. were kind of going up and down, right, raising up several stories. I mean, she was four or five stories in the air, and then you find out that she's pregnant. And what's funny, too, right, it's a it's a TV show. For as much fun as you want to enjoy it there, and last year was awesome with the with the hip-hop artists and Eminem and Snoop and everybody and Dr. Dre and, and all of that. It was great, and it sounded great. She sounded great, but what's funny is, you, you don't know exactly how things are going to start, and you realize, again, this is a TV show. So we see her putting her jacket on and getting raised up on the platform because she can't, like, pop out of the ground, you know, or the stage. Yeah. And she can't be dropped down in the right as the performance is starting. So you realize you're kind of getting to see the behind the curtains for the TV show. So the those of us that stayed in or near the field where we could see it, and that was the majority of the people there because they all wanted to see it. We got to see her kind of, almost, I don't say warm up, you know, but get get ready so that when they got back from commercial break, it was like, okay, let's go. And, look, she hit all the high notes that you would expect her to hit, playing nothing but big big popular songs for her. No, no special guests or people that speculated with Jay-Z or Eminem or anyone she's done a song with pop out there. She didn't need it. She's a huge star, and I thought, you know, if you're going to rate it on a scale of 1 to 10, it was a solid 8. It sounded good and looked good in person, and I think, like you said, that's how it came across on TV. All right, let's talk about the game for a moment. The Eagles got out to a pretty big lead there in the first half. They were up 10 points going into halftime. Patrick Mahomes' ankle looked like it had been re-injured. If you're an Eagles fan or somebody who bet on the Eagles, hand up on that second one. Uh, you were feeling pretty good going into halftime. Of course, Mahomes and the Chiefs, they can find ways to get back in it, so it wasn't a done deal. I thought the biggest difference for me in watching that was how aggressive the Eagles were in the first half going forward on fourth downs, and then they didn't do that in the second half, and the Chiefs were just making play after play. What did you think of just that approach of Nick Sirianni just putting them on the table in the first half and then kind of coaching <laughs> like a guy who had a lead in the second half? It was it was a little bizarre to watch. Yeah, in some ways reminiscent of, of what happened with Dan Quinn and Kyle Shanahan and, and the Falcons. Now they were up 28-3, but you, you just get away from what you were doing. Uh, although, I guess Kyle, had he if he had it back, would have rather run the ball a little more than, than throwing it with Matt Ryan like he did. But uh, I think that, yeah, Nick Sirianni got away from who he is, if that makes sense, right? We know about his aggressiveness and his, his willingness to go for it in, in those spots. And I think, based on his personality, that's a big reason why a play that I don't I don't know how much you guys have talked about it, but as big a play in the game, and I realize it's right at the end, Jarek McKinnon sliding inbounds to keep that clock running and force uh, force all that time off the clock versus just running it in. You knew that if you score there, Nick Sirianni and the Eagles not only come down and maybe get within a point instead of going for the kick and forcing overtime, Sirianni could have easily, with all that momentum, had Jalen Hurts run it in again for a two-point conversion like he did on the previous previous score when they tied it up at 35 so uh, i i do think that was a little peculiar i didn't spend a lot of time around the eagles post game i was in 
in the press conference room when Nick, when Nick was talking, but there were so many people around him that I only caught part of it. But but I, it is certainly to be questioned. But also, I think stood out to me was the fact that this vaunted Eagles pass rush that everyone told us about how they were going to win in the trenches couldn't get anywhere near Patrick Mahomes even after he gets nicked up and his an- ankles bothering him when he gets tripped up running for for you know just a few yards. He didn't know where he'd get on that nineteen and a half over under. And I thought if I was going to bet it, I'd probably bet the under, but I just stayed away from it. I thought for sure Hurts would go over 49 and a half, and he did. But in general, the Eagles' pass rush was non-existent, and that's 100% credit to what the Chiefs were able to do in protection. But back to your original point, yeah, I, I am a little surprised that Sirianni took his foot off the gas. How big of a story was the field condition based on the people that you were talking to? Were you guys taking that in? Because they were making a pretty big deal of it on the yeah. broadcast, but is that something yeah. that you guys discussed? No, I don't think it was as big a deal in person. I'm not saying that we couldn't notice it. But when you don't have running dialogue like broadcasters do in a game and they're tracking every single play and every uh, every movement of, of each play, it, it clearly was an issue because I had a friend text me what's going on with the field. I was like, I don't know. They grew it special for this game because I saw some of the some of the press around it. But it it is reminiscent of some of the terrible surfaces across the league, right, whether that's in Chicago or Pittsburgh or Wembley whenever games are played over there, right? Mexico City, the footing there is always considered terrible. So it, it, it ended up, you know, right along those same lines. You just don't want to see that in the Super Bowl where you have all this chance, you have this buildup in time to get it right. You have a chance to get it right to have it be a factor at all, similar to officiating, right? You don't want to talk about the field and you don't want to talk about officiating. Instead, today we're talking about both. Yeah, very much the case. Brandon Kristol of KOA850 in Denver, Colorado, NFL reporter. Always great stuff. I really appreciate you hopping on, staying in Arizona just for us. I'm, I don't know if that, that's totally the case, but we appreciate it <laughs> nonetheless. Safe travels back home, and um, I guess we'll catch up again, what, final four range, something like that? Why not when we're at the Combine in two weeks? There's plenty of Florida athletes there that are probably going to turn some heads, we would hope. In Indy? How does that sound? Let's let I'm gonna put it in my calendar. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks, BK. Awesome, buddy. Thanks, BK. Talk to you soon. Make your next roof your last with Tri-County Metals. If you're ready for a new roof or you're subject to damage, I know it can be a stressful time, but let Tri-County Metals turn that negative into a positive. Oh, the money you will save in the long run. A metal roof adds up to 6% in resale value for your home. And how about this? A metal roof adds up to 40% in savings in cooling costs, and we know how much that adds up in the state of Florida. 50 different colors to choose from. You will definitely find something that fits the look, the feel, and the personality of your home. Get the roof that you want. Do not settle for less. Financing options are available. Find them online. TriCountyMetals.com Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.